podcast for everybody. Yeah, more than hashtags. Come on, come on. Yeah, more than hashtags. No, we won't forget uh-huh. what's working, what's trendy, and what's next. Yeah. With Adam Lidecker and Vincent Orlek. Every week, a new episode from News on the Net. Come on. Uh, repping Arizona. I know just what you came for. For stories people might miss and fly under the radar. Yeah, more than hashtags. It's news and we're on it. Make sure that you subscribe and follow if you want it. Yeah, more than hashtags. I'm Adam Lidecker. And I'm Vincent Orlick. And welcome to More Than Hashtags Season 2. Let's just consider it Season 2. Yeah, we're going with Season 2. Took a little hiatus. Had some transitions. Uh, older, wiser. Still love the podcast. We're back. Yeah, yeah. We, we've still even been podcasting, really. We just got some other stuff. Oh, yeah, because in, in the middle of it was Startup Week. And we you don't do so many podcasts. The last podcast we did was our startup week preview. Was Phoenix Startup Week preview? Um, at least that's what it's listed in. In uh, yeah, you got it, man. Stuff, yeah, that was what we did. You're but then working on some podcast projects. I'm helping a partnership with who I'm working with, Coplex. We're working yeah, with yeah. somebody else with a podcast, and uh, yeah, man, I. <laughs> we got the SPHX Presents podcast that was at Phoenix Startup Week. That that took up a lot of time, basically the whole week. Our buddy Roz from Zcast yeah. sat in there for eight hours a day, five all five days essentially, and recorded. Let's see, what's uh, eight times five is forty, close to forty hours. Wow. Of shows, by the way, um, which you can listen to. Well, not all of them. Not all of them, because don't forget, some people like some people didn't want to oh, put them on the Yes PHX presents, right. which was fine, totally cool. Like some people came in. Here's how it worked. In case you ever, in case you listen to this and you're thinking about, hey, let's do a pop up podcast offering at our event. Um, let's tell you about our experience with it. <laughs> no, it was it was good. We won't go into super detail unless you know if you wanted. It helps to have a friend with the knowledge, experience, and all of the equipment. Uh, yes. Before you before you say that, and the let's team. Give Roz, let's give Roz's props. Yeah. Uh, Roz runs Zcast. It is a. This is not sponsored. The dude Roz Roz Yalov. Crazy talented at what he does. Uh, it's basically a podcast production studio in your app, in your pocket. So it's an app called Zcast. Uh, and he does a lot of stuff with the uh, brand. So if you have a company, a brand, you work for a brand, run social, uh, he has a lot of offerings within that for brands. So if you want to get serious, check him out. Over yeah, that, we'll download the app. Download, it's Z, the letter Z, cast. C-A-S-T. Um, he's on Twitter. He's on well, anywhere you want to pretty much on Zcast. Social. Go download the app though because um, and then just do your thing, do your show. Yep. And he's uh, been in podcasting a lot longer than we have. And yes, uh, super talented and passionate. And it, it, it shine. It helped because yeah. he's in the. Oh room. my god, he saved us. No, I'm gonna say it. He saved us. He 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 gave us the ability to be able to do that all week. Um, because without him, we wouldn't have been able to. And and that's that's the long and short of it. And. He was more than happy to do it. I know he loves he loves podcasting. He produced. He participated when people wanted him to, and he's he's great on the air. So props to you, Roz. Also props to our whole team. What were you gonna say? And and actually, like this might be helpful for the podcast. Just talk a little bit about the um, overwhelming interest. Yeah, yeah. It was it it was surprising but not totally um how many it's on the radar of of businesses and ceos for sure and and there were a lot of people that we we had a a decent amount sign up we offered people the ability to sign up through uh calendar before the week for hour-long segments as many as they wanted i mean most, most people only signed up for one um some people had a show already some people did not have a show, but 
like wanted one are thinking about doing one some people had no idea were just like hey yeah i'll just come in and and be a guest and if i was there i would sit there and do a, we, we had a discussion it was just really the purest form of conversation in in one case i mean literally one of the speakers um i, I was in there with Roz, and I, I didn't know him um i didn't know the speaker sean shuchuk and we were like, yeah, we'll just, when we do it, we did it. <laughs> we, did, we did an episode, and it was, it was pretty cool, you know? Um, and then other people, like, they wanted to do their own show and then just broadcast it, just be able to say that they were live at Startup Week and, and put it on their, on their own feed, which was totally fine. Um, many people did put it on the YesPHX Presents podcast. Um, and then we're, there were a few episodes just for like that we made that our team made me, Adam, um, Heather Lee, Megan Demena, Jack Yield, Roz, JP Taxman. Um, I think I didn't leave anybody out. Did I? The crew. That's the crew. It's been, it's been about a month and we, we've, we've talked sporadically after talking like almost every day for six months before that or five months before that. So I, that's that's the whole team. Everybody was was phenomenal in pulling it together. Well, tell and we're still going. Quick. It's still going. Yeah, I was gonna say, tell people real quick because even if you're not in Phoenix, this is really cool because you're telling tales of like startup founders. Yeah. So tell people really quick what it has evolved to because I know you just recorded another episode where they can listen what to expect going forward. Sure. We're we're uh, you know I'm gonna read I'm gonna read the intro. I have it right in front of me. Please do. This is the intro that I wrote up for this last episode that I recorded. I recorded Can you uh, put your radio voice on for me? Uh, maybe. I've been <laughs> sick all week. <laughs> no, this, I mean, with, with being sick, this is my radio voice. Um, no, I just I basically wrote, Welcome to YesPHX Presents, a crowdsourced, community-based podcast for, by, and about entrepreneurs and startups in the greater Phoenix area. That's, That's cool. That's, that's the tagline. That's the elevator pitch. It's, the idea is that really it's open to the community. If you have a series of shows that you want to do, if you have just one show you want to do yourself or you want to have a guest on and, and maybe even you know, impress somebody, <laughs> be like, hey, Man, I love that. Like, come and be on a podcast and like, let's, let's just do it. And as long as it's related to, related to startups and, and and tech and entrepreneurship here in the generally in the valley. I mean, that's what we're going for. We're going for yes, PHX related content. Yeah. So not not Phoenix based, but Valley of the Sun based. So I mean, I like the idea, like if open sourcing that. If you're listening, you're in a different city, different state, whatever. It'd be cool to. I think it'd be cool to do something very similar to your local area. I mean, tell all these great stories. Yeah. We don't have just one host. I'm saying, I'm saying I hosted one, but that's because I just, I like doing it. And so I, it just happened like a conversation happened between me and, um, uh, the, one of the VPs at Tuft and Needle. He just, he, we have a Slack channel for ESPHX for our community, along with a Facebook group and all the other social stuff. We have a Slack channel. Um, and he popped up on there and he was just like, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm around a little bit more right now. And, I'd love to be more part of the community and do some more things, be a little more active. So I was like, let's do it. <laughs> Guess what? It was his first ever podcast. That's awesome. Being and anything on any any end of it. Like he listens to them, but and we had I texted Adam. Adam helped me with a couple of the questions because You asked some of my questions. I can't wait to hear them. I, I absolutely did in, inside the discussion. It was really, really good. He was very open. It was his name is Jeff Wells, not to do a commercial for this, but is Jeff Wells was VP of Amazon and analytics at Tuft and Needle. Right. So he's, yeah. And it's, this is, this is a and young my, guy, by the way. And my questions were like, my, I, my, you asked me for questions, my questions, because I, I couldn't make it. But my questions were yes. very much spawned from like, there's all these changes in Facebook right now. So his title is very unique because it's so Amazon specific. So yeah. how do they future? Proof. How do they anticipate changes? Tell me. Gonna listen to the episode. <laughs> Can't wait to hear that stuff. So. Yeah, he was he was super super nice. I mean, 
40 minute show um, cool. answered he he went into a bunch of different stuff actually and, and was really really cool on the air and sounded like he'd been doing it forever Ooh. so that'll be up that'll be up this week but by the time you hear our show here it may even be up for sure. um anyway well, like this yeah this show like a couple things have changed like went to not really changed just stuff has happened so like went to south by southwest want to give a little bit of recap there vince has been pressing me and well, yeah, I want to hear about because I didn't get to go this year. Next year. Next year, next year I, I almost think I have to go. I think I have to get there next year. But I, I, want, I want to hear from you. Yeah. You know, because it's, it's so many people like, don't get to go. And you've been how many times? It's my 11th year. 11 years. Um, and you said this was your best? I'll just, I'll just get into it. Uh, yeah. Pro- I, I One feel of like my. I, well, one of two. Like, I feel like it was one of my best years. And I feel um, last two years felt like a slump for me. Like, there was no breakout app. There was, a, you know, election year. And people were, I felt last year, my recap was like, people were anticipating the future. Semi-hopeful about the future. But just like waiting. It, it just it just felt like, just like this pent-up unknowingness. This year was different. Um. I'll talk about some of the experiences and all that. So, but this year. Well, wait, before uh, you go, before you go, wait, because can you, yeah, South by Southwest, real quick. Yeah, absolutely. When, when you, you started going there, what was it and what is it now? So I don't know exactly how long I could look it up. South by Southwest started as a music festival. 30 plus years ago, at least. Right. Um, so you started going there. Then they added music and then they added interactive and interactive was going on for probably like five years before I started going. Um, I went in like mid early two thousands. So, uh, it was going a couple years, but it was still just in the convention center in Austin. It was pretty affordable. Uh, the price has gone up dramatically. And Facebook moved there since then, the last 10 years. Tech companies moved there. So, like, this whole tech resurgence has moved there. And, and all, a lot of talent has moved to Austin. Austin's a great place to live and work. Uh, it wasn't like that the first couple of years. It was like, this is Austin weird, Austin music, Austin. People descended to Austin. But that's my point. Everyone in our industry, in you know, tech innovation, descended in one conference, one place. And it's always said like, if you can't go to, can only go to one conference a year, it's South by Southwest. There's a bunch of other conferences now. Some are equally as good. Uh, this is different still. Now this year was, was so, uh, I don't want to get ahead of myself. So if you're not familiar, South by Southwest is where Twitter launched. There's a whole story about that. South by Southwest is where Foursquare launched with like a you know ten dollar twelve dollar bucket of chalk and and a ball and they chalked and i was there i literally didn't even know what was going on on the side of the convention center they drew a grid and they're playing four square i jumped in and played um and that's how they launched they hacked it they didn't spend any money um it was great because it was like at the time it was like what swarm is now but location-based and all that uh, group me uh, basically every year there was a theme and there was some breakout app um, meerkat <laughs> uh, vincent definitely remembers that year that i was there yes uh, that is go ahead you still have a screenshot touch on it um, touch on it that's where we met really do you not remember this well i thought i just thought like we've been friends forever you and i met on meerkat while you were at south by southwest and you were, you were walking around downtown, and you went to that that like art display thing. For sure, I was showing. There. I was showing the movie posters, the yep. winners. Well, and it was like one of those things. You were on Meerkat, and Meerkat was brand new, like brand new. It was maybe a couple, couple weeks old or something. Two weeks old, but it officially launched there. Yeah, and that's when like we were all jumping on it. I, my, our buddy Brian Fanzo, like first time i i got on it was because he was he was in like spain or something and hopped on it and we, yeah. he was like yeah you gotta try it out i'm like well, what is this and we're like oh my god and it was the first app that did did what all this live streaming stuff does now on mobile 
um, mm-hmm. like we're used to. But you, you like I then I was on there all the time, and then I was like, oh, South by Southwest. Your I was title people giving people, yeah, I was yeah. giving people a glimpse of what was going on there. But I didn't, we didn't know each other, and we didn't know, like, I didn't know you were, you were in Scottsdale. You lived in Scottsdale. I didn't know you were here in Arizona. That's pretty I awesome. I saw you there at South by Southwest on Meerkat, and I was like, oh, it's so cool. Like, and we started, I started messaging, like, commenting and stuff, and, and then Ben Rubin, the mm-hmm. creator of Meerkat, <laughs> walked by you, and you were like, oh, hey, Ben, what's up? And I was he like, jumped in my stream. And you were like, yeah, man, what's up? Like, you were, like, best friends. And I was like, okay, this guy seems like someone that might be cool to know. And and then, because I still didn't know you were here. And then then I looked you, like, and I was like, well, I'll go connect with him on Facebook and LinkedIn and stuff. And I was like, wait a second. He's here. He's in Scottsdale. What? If I could have only kept up that that uh, persona and you would have thought I was an influencer this whole time. Well, you, it would, you just never, it, we shouldn't have met in real life. I, I know I could have, I could have monetized our friendship. I could have monetized our friendship. Well, no, it was, it was people it was, that could teach us how to do that. It was pretty fantastic. Uh, backstory is like I was on Meerkat the two weeks before South by, I discovered it, um, signed in with one of my brands that I craft goods. I never signed with my brand, signed in with my brand. Uh, Jacob, one of their uh, coders, recognized the name. Here I find out they I had a Kickstarter. They backed that Kickstarter two years prior. They owned the wallets that I make, you know, on the side. Wow. And then I ended up meeting with uh, Ben and Ryan at South By, connecting with them. Jacob connected us. Uh, pretty much hung out all week. There's a whole other awesome, cool story. Uh, involves our friend, uh, Neve, uh, who's now at Project oh. Time and yes. Angelist. That's awesome. Community, man. Community. I was drawn to this like a firefly because I'm like, what is this participatory medium? What is this? this is <laughs> Everyone else thought we were just talking to our phones because um, obviously it's not like we can see each other. Yep. What has transpired since then. Um, but you were walking around downtown and, and showing, showing things on Meerkat. I remember following you mm-hmm. and the dude. Is Steve Isaac. Steve yeah. Isaac. Yeah, I remember Steve that he was... I remember watching him walk from like downtown all the way to his hotel and he was just yeah. on Meerkat the whole time. And like now it sounds like a really boring Facebook Live, but at the time And that is when I met Steve because yeah. I called her tonight. Actually when you saw me, I went up to my hotel and called her tonight. Went on Meerkat, saw Steve walking down Sixth Street and he was actually doing challenges. He's like, Tell me what to do, tell me what to go eat. Like he was letting people tell him what to do and then see drunk people down 6th street. <laughs> so then I look out my window and look down, you know, 30 flights uh, stories. And there he is. And I'm like, Steve, and I'm coming out. He's like, I'm going to bed. And then he walks across the bridge. Uh, and I go back out and I go back up 6th street to do the same thing because <laughs> he, you know, really, so it was really, really special, really magical, really on the cusp of something. Obviously like literally the next day, all this negative press came out. Like, you know, Periscope and Twitter and, and blocking Facebook or blocking your cat off, off the social graph. And of course, Ben signed a deal and got money while he was there. But really that year was kind of like, if you became the breakout app, it was almost like the kiss of death because you can't scale fast enough. You can't adapt fast enough. Mm. Uh, everyone is, is a naysayer. Um, you know, and then that was a really fun time. Um, yeah, for for a period of time before um, we were we were in the midst of having another baby, um, so but in the, for a period of time I was on Meerkat pretty often, frequently, became in the top 100 uh, broadcasters for a while. Still really good friends with uh, a large percentage of of those, which you know and I know they're doing other things now, um, but some use that medium to spin off other careers and do other things. Um, that was cool. Uh, so then the next year, um, Anchor was kind of like the thing. Um, it wasn't what it is today. It was more like audio Twitter. So you'd leave a comment, people reply. Um, again, I just wanted to understand the human experience. It launched a little bit before South By. Um, but yeah, it did launch before South By. Yeah, they, so what, they do that on purpose though, right? I mean, they, they do it a little bit before and then so that it gets a little bit of a press before yeah. South by and then people are like, Oh, have you tried this? Have you tried this? Have you tried this? 
Right. And they were more thoughtful about it because when they got there, it was more like um, a community meetup. And I didn't know that at the time I was using Anchor like Meerkat when I did the previous year. So I was actually producing like 90% of their content and I wasn't aware I was doing that <laughs> at that level. Uh, their South by content. Yep. So I was like, you know, Obama did a keynote. I was there for that, recording that. I was recording NASA speeches and different things. So when I went to the meetup, they're like, I can't, I showed up late. And, you know, um, our friend Martin was in there. Like, um, a lot of people that also were early on these tools were there. Uh, still friends with a lot of them today. Um, they're like, Adam. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> and and uh, still good friends with the anchor team. Now they've certainly evolved. But it's it's yeah they're nice. hiring people left and right it seems they are if you want to move to New York go yes for it. yes um, why I say that is it is South by Southwest in Austin Texas is a time and a place a time and a place where you get to be around meet uh, people you just you just couldn't you never would um, so I'll mention something and I and I follow it is serendipity I plan my schedules I register for everything and then all my plans just just get shot and it's okay because I end up in a place that I never would have ended up otherwise. And it's just, it's, it's kind of magical, but it's, it's because everyone's there at the same time and you're having conversations like you just wouldn't have. It's like you're, it's like some people say it's like nerd spring break, but I'm literally having these conversations about, um, you know, our field of social media and, and what it means. Like what is all this? And, how is it going to change? How can we be a part of changing it? This is before all this like Facebook, Cambridge, Analytica stuff. We were talking about like some of the best people in the game. Uh, and, I, and I'm meeting like this year, I'm meeting people like uh, Oliver who leads media distribution for all of Red Bull, online, offline, everything global. And we're talking about like he, he loves the great big story. I love the great big story. Great big story is amazing storytelling. So how can brands do that? How can brands like, um, so I'm just going to get into like some of the things that I really loved because um, everyone knows a lot of people know the buzz around this year was uh, the HBO series Westworld uh, did a massive two acre installation. So if you watch Westworld, know what it is or don't kind of like wild west theme. They're all robots <laughs> and people go there in the, in the show to um, go, you know, on adventures. And there's white hats, the good guys, and other heroes, and black hats. They can do whatever they want. That's why they go there and choose their hat. Anyways, I got I got a ticket. I went. I was ecstatic. I'm like, I, I probably you're supposed to go for two hours. I think I spent four. It was it was insane. But here's my takeaway. Um, they pulled out the stops. I think they spent like ten million dollars. HBO. And the agency that did it was Giant Spoon. No one ever heard of Giant Spoon before. And they created this immersive uh, installation, this activation. They also did a Ready Player One uh, installation in downtown Austin. So they had the um, giant, uh, they had uh, the mobile home stacked on top of a building. You go in, do the VR. Um, it was well done. Westworld was by far just, just nuts because it was like 30 minutes outside of Austin. You had to do all this stuff to get there. And once you got there... Uh, I didn't know it was real. I didn't know it was fake. I didn't know. Uh, it was so well done. Everyone was in characters. They had things hidden. Wait, so let me ask know. you. Let me ask you that the when you say thirty minutes. So this is this is for the people that watch the show. Okay. Um, if you don't watch the show, you may not understand this. But basically, in the show, it's like you get on a train. Yeah. To get to Westworld. Uh, did did they put it thirty minutes outside of Austin for that purpose? You think everything was just orchestrated amazingly. Like I think they had to find a location that they could recreate a two acre big enough. Yeah. Uh, Wild West town, uh, which actually there is a, we found out there is actually a ghost town, like a live ghost town outside of town outside that they do re reenactments normally, but they did like retrofit it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you got on this like bus, a uh, very nice bus. Uh, it had, it was all themed. It had, uh, they gave, I got a white hat. Uh, they gave you coins for drinks. Uh, all this stuff is, is going for quite a pretty penny on, on eBay. Uh, I still have all my stuff, but other people sold it. 
Wait, so they had um, their own, they had a bus dedicated to that, like a shuttle. Several buses, vinyl up. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And, um, I mean, the headrests, the pillows, everything. And they had this, like, TV screen in the buses, like you normally see in, in a bus. And it was queued up. It said, I could see the timer. It said, like, two two sixteen or something like that. So right when we were 2 minutes and 16 seconds away from the town, played. And then it was just, like, you're the train coming into the station, you know? Yep. Uh, rolled up. And it was a whole thing. Like, we went into this very, like, clinical scientific we walked up into this like room and they had like the guns we didn't get guns but it was just like the show um yep. the hats and all that and we walked into this like old train car and all the characters are speaking like they're on script but they're also in the show robots so they keep resetting and doing the same thing over or malfunctioning and someone in a lab coat will come out and fix them um and then you go out into this town and they're all basically replaying scenes they do four scenes to recap the entire season and i didn't know that at first i also didn't know there's clues hidden everywhere and if you solve them all you'd win a free all expense paid trip to the premiere didn't know that <laughs> uh i had some friends that did go and they got very close i think they think they got very close but even when i got back i found out in my hat in the liner of my hat was a clue i didn't know that um uh, yeah, they had saloons, they had fights, and basically recreated the whole thing. But and even on the way back, like the bus broke down on the way back to pick us up. I'm like, did it really break down? Because <laughs> uh, they brought us out drinks, and I, I'm like, is this experience still going on? Um, they even like bought out a whole Delta flight from LA to Austin and themed it and everything. Uh, they bought out uh, the terminal at delta in in austin and had a shuttle from there crazy things uh elon musk showed up and took his whole family there um well i saw him and he he showed up at south by yeah like in general is that what you're talking about when he showed up to do that surprise talk or yeah right and he but they had like very like must have been tricked out teslas there like because they had like heavy security force, but in the show they have a heavy security force. So they have like the security people, the lab people and the actors. Um, It was intense. Uh, Very memorable. Still talking about it. Have been talking about it. Continue to talk about it. Uh, So it worked obviously Uh, very hard. I mean, there was people actually waited in a standby line. So you actually had to go to the, over to this tavern in East Austin. They made that into a whole thing, but that tavern was like, Nobody knew what the tavern was, so even to find that. And there was a standby line. People waited, could get on there if you didn't get, get a, register, a ticket. Um, I, I, I kind of like found the glitch on the website, and I got in because it said sold out. I just kept clicking the registration button, and it let me in. So I kind of found that glitch <laughs> in the site, I guess. Um, but there's people that waited nine hours, nine hours on the side of this tavern just to get in because when are you ever going to do this ever again? And so here, uh, beating around the bush, here's the takeaway. Brands need to do better. Brands can't just put their logos on everything. And brands at South by did that. They do that. They put their logos everywhere. They sponsor stuff. They spend tons of money. Brands, you don't need to go spend $10 million for an activation, but brands need to create in real life experiences a small brand a mom and pop shop a whatever we talk about day to day on this show need to create in real life experiences for your customers fan base clientele you have to create opportunities to connect um, for those ambassadors the people that love your brand um, and they created seren- they created serendipity I went in with somebody else and what they experienced was totally different than mine, than me. So, um, and when I was talking to uh, a person I work with about just conferences, you can actually be very intentional about a conference or a get together to create moments of serendipity. You can strategically put somebody in a, in a, in a, one of the speakers, you could say, Hey, speaker X, why don't you hang out here for 25 minutes 
and you can look and see who signed up for that next breakout session over that area or deputy with that speaker um the people the people will be delighted and only 25 people will experience that but that they'll tell everybody um so here's some of the other uh, i wrote kind of like well yeah while you look for that it's it's kind of like it's i mean it's like the museum of ice cream thing that we we've brought it's, up before it's where, like mm -hmm. yeah you're yep. just it's experiential it's i mean anything that does that to any sort of create creative degree interesting degree and it's easy to talk about like it's easy for us to be like yeah you got to be better in real life and be more creative and stuff like it's it's easy for us all to say that the 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 hard part is coming up with the ideas and executing on them as as i mean really i don't think the size of the business even matters because i you see, I, because I don't think so either yeah big business experience and i experienced uh, very similar experiences at south by very small unique individual experiences um they also Westworld, HBO Westworld, they killed it on social media. They had, like, I turned on Twitter notifications mm -hmm. because they were, what they were doing was yep. um, was just fantastic. Um, well, and that, wrote, that show in particular in general, like, since the beginning, just because of the nature of it, it, it ties so well into being, like, mysterious, clever, tech-focused, um, uh, dystopian, obviously, like all this stuff, like the the, the brand for the yeah. West World, like it ties in perfectly, especially the South by Southwest. It's like if you yeah. were gonna make a a, a a weird, crazy television show that you think would be like, we're gonna we need to launch a TV show, um, at South by Southwest that that crowd will be totally into, and we can do activations around, like. This is the show you would create. Yeah, I mean, this is Silicon yeah. Valley. Like that—that that would be the two shows that you would make. I mean, I would love to see like Walking Dead do something there, just because that'd be cool. But honestly, Black Mirror—you <laughs> know—nobody um, yep. knew who Giant Spoon was, the agency that did it. But like, also they—they found the right channel. The channel, mm -hmm. like you said, was South by. And also, I'm like, I'm, I'm on the my on the bus going there with my friend Sweet John. He works for an agency there. His name is Sweet John. He's fantastic. Uh, he's also a social media practitioner. We're on the bus heading there, and I'm like, listen, this is live theater, and we're the experiment. Like, the, and, and they, they built the suspense. I filled out the registration form and said, how well can you swim? Uh, if you had to lose a finger, which finger would you lose? <laughs> if there was a button you, had, you could push, but it would, um, to solve all the world's, world's problems, but it would kill half the population, would you push the button, not push the button, or destroy the button in its creator? <laughs> so they really got you going. But you can do that. You can do that fun stuff for your your events, and uh, and they 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 backed it up with social. They created an an environment that everyone there was posting on social. Um, oh, for the Westworld things, you you were one of the first I saw because well, I think you were maybe one of the first people in. I was the first. I was the first one in that first day. Yeah, the night before was press. Um, yeah, and then after you, I saw like some some of our friends that I was like follow. I followed them anyway, but I saw them posting, and then I would I saw like other a lot of posts of people posing with the you know, which should yeah. I pick the white or the black hat? Like, <laughs> well, and actually, it was funny. Like, Sweet John had a white hat at first, and there was only like three of us that got a white hat, and he went over and switched it for a black hat, and they're like, oh. Because you walk up and say their name like, you're a white hat. I'm like, how did you know? So maybe the questions I answered, because uh, I destroyed the button and the creator. <laughs> but Sweet John said, no, I want a black hat. He's like, I'm, we're sorry. He's like, you can't do that. I'm like, isn't that what a black hat would do? Yeah. And, he got a, and he got a black hat. Um, but the other thing is about finding the right channel, because uh, we could talk about some of the stuff going yeah. on with Facebook right now. Well, finding the right channel. Ready Player One was there. And they did a great installation. Again, VR, which was a heavy focus again this year at South By. But think about it. Just last night. Uh, no, actually today. I didn't make, That's how fast time is going. They found the right channel. They partnered with HQ, the trivia game, the trivia app. Did you play it? 
I got like five questions in. I missed it. So they, it was the biggest prize ever, right? But yeah, Ready Player One uh, partnered with um, a trivia app and gave away two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Right? Or Warner um, Brothers, Sony and Warner. Yeah. But what was cool, I knew it was, was going to be this way. It was all 80s questions. I knew it was. Oh. And I got pretty far. Um, there was a really hard one, It had, and it didn't relate to anything. At least I didn't think it was. It was actually like the lead singer of some random 80s band, what was her hair color in the video. And I, they didn't say the, the singer. They just said this, the band that she happened to be singing at the time, which might have been in the movie. Hard to say. What band was uh, it? Uh, it was like Annie Lennox, but it was like some other. I didn't recognize the name of the band. Uh, not the Eurythmics. It, it was the Eurythmics, yeah. So I don't know. I know was, the song. Was her, was her hair not red? It was pink. Pink. No, sorry, it was orange. Orange. I picked pink. Oh, so but that anyway, was like it was that. Okay, I got you. That was the one that got me, but I knew all the other ones. Yeah. It was like some random question about how who has the more Twitter followers. Uh, the Dropbox guy, the WeChat guy, or the Box guy, Box guy, and Lev uh, Andy. What is it? Levy. Of course, he has more followers. Uh, anyways, I don't know why that was in there. But did did uh, how many people won? Did you, did you know? Well, I know that uh, twelve people won twenty thousand dollars each. It was crazy, but, but they found the right, they found the right channel. Mm -hmm. They How many right people were on, were on it tonight? Two point three million dollars. Oh my! Two three million people. Ever. Oh yeah! By you know what though? I'm surprised. I'm surprised it wasn't there wasn't yet. more because they've come close to two million before. That's okay. Yeah. This story will tell. We're talking about it right now. What just like Westworld? Yeah. It's gonna tell. And I mean, the other night they gave away like limited edition uh, Nike Nike sneakers, and they didn't really advertise that at all, really. Um. I think when those it was, people, it was it was known like it was known within that niche sneaker community. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I well, oh, I don't know how far you know. What I mean, like that that community is super all over everything. Whoa! And, and that was Air Max Day. The, so I they community. went you know, for that. I, I do know that. So they went for that community. This went for like the well, for sure. Community. I mean, for, for sure they went for that community because, number one, it's Air Max Day, which is like yeah. Christmas in that community. It's People don't understand general. I mean, I don't really understand. I just know from what I've heard. They're wait, the kids are waiting online or the collectors, whatever. They're waiting online yeah. like when a new iPhone comes out, except way more so at every, in every city across the country. Oh, West. yeah. I mean, those, they gave away 100 limited edition sneakers. Well, those they gave away four. Worse. No, I thought they gave away 100. They they had a hundred. There was only four winners. Oh shoot! Yeah, there's only I see four what winners. You're they didn't give away the other ninety six. If you insist. <laughs> they they um I don't know what what they ended up what they're gonna do with them or what they did with them, but there was only four winners. The prize was a hundred grand. So four people. And those sneakers could be worth five. ten thousand each or more. But they're not gonna get rid of them. I don't. Think. I mean, the yeah. people that won are gonna be people that either. I mean, maybe they'll sell because. If there's only that many, yeah, they're going to be worth a lot of money, especially within that community. Um, but yeah, it's well, it's huge what they're what they're doing just this week. Anyway, this, to this topic came up a lot at South by, and now it's even more relevant now with you know the Cambridge Analytica and Facebook stuff. Um, you know, we're social marketers, so we you always talk about this you never want to be one channel specific. You never want to always go in all in, build your demo, and then like something happens and it implodes. Um, but I've been spending the last like two weeks really diving into this. Like I need to find new channels for our ventures. Uh, you know, we, I work for a company that builds startups and we do, do experiments to get them the revenue. Well, you can't just rely on Facebook. You can't rely on this, this, and this. So I'm testing all these new channels to just see brands. And then it clicks just now that they found the right channel. And it's outside what you would expect. Yeah, it's a sponsorship. Yeah, it's a placement. But when everybody around us is saying Facebook, 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 which is still the best game in town, um, you know, I'm looking at newsletters. Yeah, newsletters. I don't know. Cheap, about, cheapest, I don't know. Cheapest. Best is the word, but maybe well, the we, top dog. It was good for a long time. <laughs> it was it's cheap. Still, it's, 
still up there. It's just, yeah. and we'll get into. I it guess. Right I now. guess. Like right now, I'm looking into newsletters. F fifty pen niche targeted on that podcasts advertising placements. I'm looking at Cora uh, ads. You know, I'm I'm just thinking outside of how can we reach you know niche people in niche areas that, and then also. And those are well. Wait, those those aren't crazy ideas, by the way. Like those are things that you're talking about. You're you're thinking about those for for like clients or stuff. Like there's sure. tons of people that are that are doing those things. I mean, they've been sure. doing them for a while. Like I'm just to relate it to anyone that's listening to this with the business side of it. Like, don't think you're jumping into this crazy new world of newsletters. Like, there's a ton of newsletters. There's there's a ton of newsletters that people are subscribed to that are like known yeah known quantities that are like super popular there's you know the the quora ad thing might be a little unknown well, what i was saying <laughs> is like i've been i've been strong on on email for a long time if yeah. you do it right and and one thing that i almost don't even want to say this because as as our Many people's bread and butter, Facebook advertising, it's tightened up. We lose some accessibility and some visibility there. I almost don't want to say this. Like some of these other channels don't even know what's coming at them. They're not prepared. Because people like you and me are going to be like, we want in there. And we want in there because your publication is useful, helpful. It matches our demographic, our ad, and it's just a great marriage. It's And... Uh, you know, they're going to realize there's so, that the demand's there. You know? So, yeah, always diversify your channels, but and also consider, like, what we just talked about with Westworld and creating those. So let me let – me, I want to transition, but let me read what, something I wrote. I was uh, featured in a piece on uh, CMO.com. It was a recap of South by Southwest. So this was my, like, two lines, really tight. Uh, this was my, my experience. Uh, South by Southwest 2018 was the year of brand experiences, intentional awareness, and emotional intelligence. Brands that can create experiences that connect with fans, enable serendipity, and lead with high EQ, emotional intelligence, will create lasting, meaningful impressions and enable word-of-mouth storytelling. That last part right there, like what the experiences I have, we're still talking about them. The really good experiences I that I um, that stayed with me from years past were those useful, helpful brands that created word of mouth. Like I'm still talking about certain brands from years ago at South by because they were useful, helpful. Now you got to be useful, helpful, and create experiences and connect fans with your fans, customers in a real way. Um, people want to connect. They want community. You can enable that. Like, well, I'll, I'll share an idea. Never happened. But like podcast listeners aren't uh, one note. There are a lot of people who run, listen to podcasts or audiobooks or whatever. So whatever your brand is, why don't you connect a, a niche group of your, of your clientele and go do a morning run? Go do X, Y, Z. Just, just. Figure it out. Like apparently goats, goats and yoga, goat yoga was very popular at South by. It was like one of the number three trending things on Twitter. And I'm trying to think who did that. Uh, was Vice, it like a, Vice was it? I think I saw that. What, it was, was it, a it was Vice. Or was it actually no, it was something that people Goga, did? Goga is a thing. It's baby goats and they climb on top of you while you're doing yoga. Um, but think what? about it. It's actually a real thing. Like just like beer, beer yoga. Um, apparently they were on trend and figured this out and who doesn't want to go see baby goats and do yoga? I mean, I don't, I love baby goats, but I'm, like, I'm tired. Um, but yeah, it's two trends and it's an experience and it's brought people together around the Viceland bus. Um, uh, the Mashable house was really, really awesome. I mean, yeah. years past it was like, eh, um, it seems like, Emotional intelligence was a really big thing. And emotional intelligence is basically awareness. Uh, being able to, you know, read the room, anticipate. I mean, you can read the whole definition, but 
but instead of like some people in certain industries um, really value IQ and sometimes you're just one note and you just, you miss things like EQ is something I think when the robots take over or everything's automated, people that can make those decisions and make uh, have strategy and connect in a real way. Um, the EQ was a really heavy trend there. No real breakout apps, no real breakout. Uh, but I, it was very, it was a very hopeful. A lot of people that were very hopeful. Um, the similar technologies were popular, like um, VR, um, AR, VR. Blockchain was there in a big, big way, um, good and bad. Um, so, and, and I'll just say it, like there was like the the blockchain bro, bro culture. There were a lot of blockchain parties and stuff like that. But then there was also like um, a huge contingent of women of blockchain, women of not necessarily crypto, basically blockchain. Um, a lot of uh, uh, attention on uh, diversity and exclusive, exclusive. Sorry, I said that wrong. Inclusion and diversity, which some good things came out of that. Yes. Um, and yeah, just awareness, awareness of, uh, it's hard to, hard to talk about that awareness. Brands need to be aware and, and anticipate their needs of their customers. It's just not okay to be seen as a transaction. People just read that. We've been talking about this for a long time. Like uh, just being authentic. Um, and this, yeah, just connecting, having great, great conversations with really smart people. Um, one thing, one thing, helpful. one thing you, I noticed that you left out in your South by Southwest experience is any, which I know you went to one specific one, um, but any of like the people speaking, the panels or anything. Oh, sure. Um, <laughs> well, well, no, because I'm not like I'm not criticizing you for. It. I just think that that's generally when people think about South by Southwest. I think they think of it more as yeah. like, it's an event, and then there's all this cool stuff going on, and it's huge. But then there's well, yeah, there's there's like panels and I should speak to that because I have a lot of respect for the South by team. Um, so this is the third year that I did not buy a badge to go to the conference, which is not unlike you going out to a social media conference, not getting a badge. If people do it all the time, I think. I think they just go to the and I think conference. Yeah. yeah. I think conferences are becoming aware of this. And oh, I they are. They, and I don't have a solution for them. I do know that South by Southwest opened up the tickets the day after South by was over, which never happens. It's always like a couple months from now. It's, it is early, way early. And if you don't get in right away, you know, stuff sells out. And they opened up pre-sales the next day. And I did hear some things that the actual actual ticket uh, purchases were down. But that does not include people who just showed up, which a lot of people show up. Mm -hmm. A lot of brands show up and host these outside events, these outside parties, these outside um, tech get-togethers. There was, there was tech houses and innovation houses. Every well, city I think it ties to that, though, dude. I think that's – I mean, talking as if I was the brands or if I was South by Southwest, I would – I mean, hey, you can't – Like spot, like sponsor the houses? You can't do anything and, and like, I don't know. I – not not having been there, not seeing how it's laid out. I mean, I know everything is pretty much in the in a pretty close area. No, not at no, all. It's not. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So I don't want to knock it because I mean, I obviously I bought tickets for years, and I mean, for my first year was like two ninety five, and now it's fourteen hundred for for an interactive ticket, thousands for a platinum badge. Yeah, totally worth it. By the way, if you're a brand and you're you're the social media director or CMO, I, I, you, I wouldn't say like send like four people, send that one person, but, and you know, I got an Airbnb, I got, you know, Southwest flight and an Airbnb out, out in East Austin. And, um, I didn't, in years past, I did get the hotel right there. It was very expensive, but a brand paid for it. This, I went very lean, but here's, here's the thing. Some years I went to tons of sessions and missed all of the serendipity outside things. Right. 
um, last three years, and then one in years I had badges and went to one panel, but figured out, oh my goodness, this whole world outside of here, and actually the value of talking to humans was, and not always like waiting for that that star that have to go see this speaking, but like the person, and they talk about this. South by talks about this. The person sitting next to you is the exact person you need to meet. You need to turn around, talk, and meet people, um, and not be afraid because you're, you know, you're waiting to walk up to go get your five minutes with Gary V. But really, like the guy next to you is is actually more valuable. And who knows what could come short term and long term out of that relationship? You're also not there to sell and pitch. You're just there to be. And in uh, every year, it's new for every person. It's overwhelming. Years past, it was convention center. Then it went convention center and 13 hotels. Now it's the whole city. Literally, I'm in East Austin, a mile and a half away, and I saw a South by event. It's everywhere. It's the whole city, and it's hard right there. It is hard to get to whatever you want to get to. One year I had a badge. Every social media track was across the river. So if I wanted to go to that, the long center over on the other side of the bridge, I had to commit to be there the whole day. So it's not like, so here's, here's kind of like your hack. If you want to go and get a badge, apply to speak. You apply to speak, have a panel, host, host a meetup, you'll get a badge. You provide value to them. They'll get you a badge. Um, you can, you know, volunteer at the hackathon. There's so many ways. If you're local, you just volunteer. And then you, a lot of people volunteer the one week and get the music badge. Um, so there were some that I went to, you know, I went and listened to my friend Tiffany um, speak on, um, you know, Gen Z, uh, which is very, very reminiscent to like years past. Everybody spoke about social media and marketing to millennials. Uh, newsflash, they want experiences. Newsflash, we all want experiences. <laughs> Um, so not knocking it. It's just like, it's very valuable. I had a lot of people message me some amazing panels they went to. Um, I know I'm really going a little long on this, uh, but that was a good point. That was a good point. Uh, I'll probably, I've been asked to do something next year. So I'll probably get a badge and, cool. and we'll go to events. Um, but still I will be really focused on, um, registering to a lot of these outside activities but that's that's the thing everyone descends in one place at one time um yeah i'd love just to do a whole panel just on like serendipity and the things that happened over the last 11 years i mean one of the craziest stories uh is i don't even know what year it was uh before square launched that year square launched um i'm in mellow johnny's which is lance armstrong's bicycle shop in austin and I'm, it's at the Twitter party, but I'm down in Lance Armstrong's office. And in there is like some of the Twitter founders, co-founders, and they have this like, you know, chunky plastic thing and it's Square. And they demo Square, show me Square. I actually buy a book. I bought one of the other early employees, Twitter employees uh, books. I think it's called like 140 characters. He signed it, I don't know, somewhere up here. Anyways, I bought that book with Square, and then I bought brought Square back to Arizona and gave the first person in Arizona to have it was my friend Jeff, who had a food truck, literally the first food truck in Arizona to have mobile payment. Um, and apparently, they want to do a whole story about him because he was one of the first people. He reached out to get better rates, and they're like, you've been on Square how long? We've got to do a story about you in a video. <laughs> but like, that's the thing is I just wanted to bring, bring back a bit that well I'll say that in a second but I wanted to bring back a bit of the bit of technology a bit of the future and I wanted to share it so I didn't have a use for it back then but my friend with a food truck did who was at the farmer's market every day and I just got a glimpse so people are like why do you go every year and and yeah reach out to me if you want to hear more um, I always do like a I'm happy if you're going to go next year I'm happy to give advice what restaurants do you go to what must must see must do I've typically try to write some content around that to help people out. Um, I go to South by for three things to be energized, like recharged for the whole year. Uh, I previously worked in some boring industries and no one spoke that tech language and was spoke my language. So I was an outlier. I felt very, I didn't fit, but when I went to South by I fit, 
we all spoke that same language. So um, that's number two, where I fit with my, my peoples. Uh, I got recharged for the whole year, like creatively. Um, and I felt like I was beginning, right before South by started, I felt that drain. I was like, oh, and it recharged me. That was that, that was for me. It's overwhelming for some people. For me, it was that creative burst. And then also the third thing is just to get a glimpse of the future. Um, that's it. I just wanted to get a glimpse of the future. And that happened through conversations, not necessarily the breakout tech, but like, and my takeaway is just bringing this back to Phoenix, just open up, open yourself up for those opportunities. Like every day I felt like a new lease, like I'm walking around galvanized the co-working space I'm out of. And I'm like I'm talking to people in a different way. Like more, like I'm looking for those opportunities here and now, not waiting next year to South by. And you are too. Like you're doing a podcast with all these creators and people in the community. Like that's my advice to anybody. Like don't wake for once a year, like go outside of your comfort zone and help make your city better and you'll be a better person for it. And um, I don't know. I'm still digesting, man. There's a lot of trends. Uh, I'll probably write something about it, but there's definitely like a lot of like big themed trends that will change and shape things for the next year two years um so i'm still really thinking about some of that kind of stuff so if you ever want to get adam really talking about something just bring up south by southwest holy crap because this guy loves it and i don't blame him i don't blame you at all like i i haven't been so going I, like, I'm going next year and it's because of you. Like, I, that's why I'm going to go. Like, Cause it's not that I don't want to go otherwise, but your enthusiasm for it is like, it, it totally, totally makes me, makes me want in. Um, I will, show, I will show you a good time. But <laughs> yes, you know, I've taken people like, I'm not saying I have, but like I've, you can ask like dozens of friends. Yeah. I've, like I, I they, they were kind of like, they were lost last year. I was like, come with me. Yeah, I'm and sure. I hope so. Heather, after a decade, ask, ask Heather and Noah. Ooh. And now they're showing <laughs> me a good time at South by. But, um, <laughs> Heather and Noah from our friends from GoDaddy. Yeah, and they're, they're e- equally yeah. as passionate uh, yeah. about connecting people and making them stars and, and like, seeing them shine at South by. That's their scene. Classic. That's their scene too. I mean, that's their people. Yeah, a lot. Of, a lot of their people, for sure. And like, yeah, I was like bringing people in like you gotta meet you gotta meet my friends and uh and, and just and they introduced me to other people i mean it's just crazy who you run into like you never like one year like yeah this is a, just a fun story to tell because like and not so much anymore but like celebrities would just be walking down the street like with an average person so like yeah ashton kutcher opened the door for me at you know the hilton it was kind of a funny thing but like you still kind of get that sometimes but uh, one thing this year like a lot of the South by OGs, you know, it's a lot of my friends that go every year. They didn't go this year, which we had their own reasons. Um, a lot of brands or agencies backed out because they just overextended themselves. And instead of taking one or two people, they sent like 10 people in past years, which is crazy money. Um, it was okay. I met all new people. I just, but I didn't like opine and be like, oh man, my friends aren't here. I'm like, no, now I have like, 20 new really good connections. I'll keep building those relationships authentically. Uh, yeah. Sorry. I, I'm really, I, I don't South by is like a pre like a, what is it? Like a spark. But I think that the, this is really the first year I, I thought like, man, I can actually bring this back and apply those principles here. It's not like a one time a year thing, but uh, yeah, I like my, my, I do, I do have the Gmail address, uh, S X S W Adam at gmail.com. I've had that for 10 years. That was my hack. So I didn't get spam when people scanned my card. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, robots, robots were big. Robotics were big. Yeah. I did go around the uh, trade show floor, which was always good. Um, and every local, typically many local cities had a booth there, uh, to represent either the, I always love the Raleigh, North Carolina. I have a buddy there. I go there every year. He brings in like a, an artist, a local craft brewer, a musician. That's really smart for cities to do to a representation of the people and talent. Yeah. And, and not too many booths do that. 
with Raleigh, North Carolina, they they bring the brew, they bring the art, they bring the, the music. Um, so pretty pretty fantastic. So that'll be one thing if I can make any um, recommendations to Phoenix or Scottsdale next year if they have a representation at a booth uh, that they. I didn't think about that until we're just talking about this right now, but that might be the best way to show who, what, why Scottsdale or Phoenix is so great to come work at. The peeps. For sure. I mean, that it's, you, I think it's a good idea. So, I don't know if that's the show. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff going on in social. Yeah. No, it's, it's the show for now. Cool. Um, we will... Uh, yeah. Do you want to like? Do you want to just say one like? There's a lot of hysteria going on right now about. No, uh, well, because we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Just not, not right in this show. Do you want to say one line? Mm-hmm. No, no. All right, a lot of I stuff's do. gonna hit the fan yeah. in the next two weeks. There's a lot of stuff going on around everywhere. It's it's it's, it's a lot of different it, things. It's kind of interesting. I'll write something because it's kind of interesting. Like a lot, of, a lot of things I'm bringing back actually now apply to this breaking news, but. Well, we'll see because we don't know. You know, this this one. Then finding we'll, new channels. Finding new channels for your. For we're going to talk about it. Trust me. We're going <laughs> to talk about it. Okay. And you're this going to South by Southwest next, next I am. year. I am. Yeah. So, um, Adam, thank you for the uh, breakdown and lowdown on South by, and everybody should go. And hey, here's why your, because Adam just told you why. And thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate being a guest this this week. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're a fantastic moderator. No, I want. I wanted you. I wanted to hear about it. I mean, we we hadn't talked really about it because we were like, save it for the show, save it for the podcast. Yeah, so, yeah. So that's it, man. All right. Well, um, this has been more than hashtags yet another episode, and uh, we'll see you. We'll see you next time. Peace. <laughs>